Ouch! They have their storybook ending! Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Wrexham Texan. My name is Jake Green. Thank y'all for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. And uh, I caught the beginning of that in mid-yawn. Um, so my eyes are now watering. I need to yawn again. That's not good TV. So <laughs> do my best to avoid um, avoid yawning. Um, man, this last week was intense. Uh, it was my birthday this weekend and uh, was really, really hoping to get that Wrexham W on, on Saturday. Um, I gathered all my friends in North Georgia to, uh, to watch the game with me and uh, we blew it. You know, we just, we had the opportunities, we had plenty of chances to score and we just couldn't get it. And it was just utterly brutal sitting there with the, uh, I, I now know on like a 1% level what Rob must have felt like uh, when he invited all his friends to watch a Wrexham match in his pub in um, Philadelphia. Again, 1% of that, you know, just the tiniest possible percentage is probably uh, how that felt uh, for me on, on Saturday. I also forced them to wear uh, Wrexham attire. They had to uh, wear shirts and scarves and sweatshirts, and we I put up the the um, that gum uh, flag. Goodness gracious! I uh, got a gift package from uh, Steve Irwin with a whole bunch of different awesome Wrexham paraphernalia, which I'm very excited about. Very happy um, to know and uh, call him my friend. So, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, it was still a fun weekend, despite despite Rex and Lost. And it was great. Uh, both games are really fun to watch. Super entertaining. Um, obviously, super frustrating. Uh, lots of frustrations. But, you know, you can't expect to win them all, I guess. And, you know, it's, it's League Two. It's a league up from where we were last year. Harder teams, arguably one of the easier leagues to get out of. But um, everybody goes through streaks, you know. We're going to get to some of those streaks here in a little while. But, uh, yeah, overall, still super optimistic about Wrexham's chances of, of getting promoted again this season. Um, yeah, yeah. Happy to, happy to be talking to you folks today. All right, uh, let's see. So last time I tried to show highlights. And uh, that did not end up going well for me. Uh, we got kicked off of YouTube that day. So instead, I'm just going to play little bitty baby clips of highlights with tiny little volume. Um, so maybe maybe that will change things. Maybe we won't uh, get kicked off. But this was uh, we're going to go over the MK Dons game first, uh, which was an incredible game. That game was wild. Um, we have a lot to talk about with that game, so let's watch a couple little highlights here. Yeah, this is Marriott, very beginning of the game. That was a, yeah, that was a crazy one. Um, let's see what this one. Okay, so this one pissed me off. Um, we put so much good pressure on them in that first half. 
their defense had no idea what to do. They kept giving the ball away because of how much pressure and how much energy we had on the offensive side. But this play right here really frustrated me. We, we cause a turnover and Dalby shoots it. Look at, I mean, come on, Dalby. Like, I know I'm not a player. I'm not, uh, I'm not on the field. I didn't train for this. I'm not in the moment. I don't have any of the, I have the luxury of sitting here and seeing the fact that Marriott, if Dalby had just tapped it in front of Marriott, he'd have put it in the back of the net. No problem. And if he wouldn't have put it in the back of the net, then I'd say that pretty much shows who Marriott is as a player. But I mean, goodness gracious, look at all that wide open space. Just tap him the ball. You you can see the defender is coming towards you and blocking your your shot. So just tap the ball over to Marriott. This one drive me. This one drove me crazy, y'all. So that one, that one was very frustrating. Um, and then McLean obviously scoring. Fantastic. I mean, what a header. Luke Young. Oh my gosh, that was perfect. Uh y'all, I I whenever Luke Young doesn't play. Um, I understand why he's not the most uh, prolific player we have, but my gosh, him on set pieces on those corner kicks, he puts the ball exactly where it needs to be. He He's by far the best on our team um, at, at placing the ball on corner kicks. I, I really, really love it when, when he's in the game and can, can put those in first, especially when we don't have Tozer playing. Um, when we don't have the advantage of a long throw uh, in that way, I feel like we've really been missing those as well. But Luke Young coming in and doing stuff like that is is 100% what we need. Um, let's see, what other... They scored soon after that. I don't even want to watch it. Whatever. Um, is this the one? Yeah, that was the one. Again, the only reason that I'm skipping through some of these is because we got booted off YouTube last time. Yeah. There we go. I mean, we had so many good chances this game. That shot. Woo, I thought that shot was going in from McLean about 30 yards out, maybe 25 yards out. That was a beast of a shot. Um, we had so many opportunities to score. Their goalie did really well. Um, Oconquo did great. That was a fantastic save right there. Um, Oconquo has been killing it for us. He's been dominating for us. I, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it a million more times. Uh, that dude's incredible. This is the most controversial play um, of the entire match right there. Look, look, I mean, be a little unbiased if you're a Wrexham fan. Right there. That ball's in the net. Um, that ball's in the net. There's just no possible way that the entirety of that ball isn't past the line. It wasn't at first. It wasn't at first. He pinned it on the line. And then his momentum and his knee carried it over the line. And it was, that was a goal. Um, to be fair, let's just skip ahead. Um, where was it? It was the Palmer. It was the, yeah, this one, this one right here. So this should have been a penalty right here. Not not the Mullen one, this one right here, the one where Barnett just megs the mess out of that guy. <laughs> Taps it over to Palmer, who, I mean, 
look, look at I, just just watch Palmer. Don't even don't even worry about Barnett. Dude has him his entire jersey pulled. You could see it. You could watch Palmer get wrenched to the side, wrenched to the side and then pulled completely down onto the ground. Look, I'm sorry. That is 100% a penalty. So I don't really give a crap that Okonkwo probably knocked in that ball. Um, couldn't care less. This was a penalty that they, I mean, that was so blatant. He just grabbed his jersey. In another angle, you can see him pulling his the shoulder as well. Um, so I couldn't care less that, that Okonkwo may have gotten away with one because they got away with one right here. I mean, absurdly like that that was such an obvious penalty and that's exactly what the ref should be looking at he's he's got to be looking at the middle where the ball is going because that's where the action is he doesn't need to be looking over at barnett um which it seems like that's where he was looking um he's has to be looking where the ball is going to be and the linesmen are the one that should be looking um should be lo like looking more towards towards where barnett was um so yeah, I don't know. The the that whole game was it was exciting. We showed a lot of heart. Um we definitely pushed and hustled and played pretty dang well. Um MK Dons is a good team. Where are they on the table? They are just below us right now. They're I mean they're fifth. We're fourth. And we'll get to the table later, but um like MK Dons is a good team and we tied them away. That's that's a much better result than what we've been used to in the recent past. So, overall, I was pretty happy with uh, with the game. I mean, it ended up being ten on ten because two red cards. Boyle, I I think he deserved the red card there or the second yellow. Um, their guy should have been kicked out long before he got his red card. Um, so, some little poetic justice there. Uh, I just that game was good. I think I think maybe that game will get overlooked as as just another draw when in fact we played away at MK Dons who's the fifth team in the league and we came out with a draw in a very hotly contested game where we're trying to bounce back from a four game losing streak where um where we've just been having a ton of issues um unable to score McLean's goal was fantastic i thought um I just thought the MK Dons game was much better than than people people give it credit for, and was a good bounce back for for where we were at the time. Um, a lot of crazy things happened in that game, but I loved the fact that we kept pressure on them. Um, we forced their defense to make so many mistakes, and yes, we couldn't capitalize on a lot of those mistakes, but we forced those mistakes, and that's a step in the right direction. If you just want incremental progress, you don't need overnight. Like oh, just expecting massive success overnight, all of a sudden turning everything around and everything working perfectly is unreasonable. So you just want that incremental progress. You just want to get a little bit better each time. And that day we definitely did. We fought extremely hard um, down at their end of the pitch. And yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Um, let's look at some stats, shall we, from that one? I just want to go over a couple stats. Well, first of all, McLean scored in the 22nd minute and then immediately Kemp for MK um, 
score taking away all of our momentum all of our it just took the breath out of us it was an unfortunate sequence unfortunate series of events it's a great goal it's a great goal by him um put it right where he needed to go and then lewington he should have been out lewington should have been out in the first half he should have been red carded in the first half he had horrible tackles um and then boyle yeah i think boyle deserved deserved his red um that, that could just be me uh he definitely got two yellows in my opinion. So it is what it is. Um, possession, pretty similar. Um, they had 10, we had 10 interceptions. They had two, they had one offsides. Corners were basically the same. I'm telling you, like, it was just a very even game. They had 150 more passes than we did, which is quite a few, but we did maintain possession for quite a bit. I mean, the, the passes kind of equal the possessions there. Um, crossing accuracy, Ours was better. Um, passing accuracy, it was about the same. Like, we're just two evenly matched teams. It's number four and number five. It makes sense that that this was the case. Shots on target, five for both. Um, shots outside the box, six for them, three for us. Shots inside the box, 15. That's, that's the stat we need to improve right now. Shots inside the box, 15. Goals, one. That is... I mean, 15 shots from inside the box, you should 100% be scoring more than one goal. Um, there, I don't know what it is, and we're going to talk about this here too in a little while. I think uh, Craig Jones made a good tweet about it, but our scoring has just dropped off the face of the earth. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's happening. Um, that's one of our biggest issues is just not, no one is able to, consistently put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and I don't know what it is. I like, we're going to talk about Parky and his decisions here soon as well, but uh, I, I just have no idea what it is that we're not able to put the ball in the back of the net because we're getting our shots. We're not placing them well. Um, we're kicking them right at defenders, right at the goalie. Every now and then, we'll make the goalie work really, really hard, which in the Gillingham game, he worked. I mean, that goalie was the man of the match, in my opinion. That guy killed it. <laughs> um, that one, okay, let's actually, let's just go watch the highlights for that game instead of uh, instead of me just yapping about how amazing it was. Um, let's see. Like I said, can't watch all the highlights because, you know, I get kicked off YouTube. Barnett just about had it. He uh, he was just a little too far ahead of McLean, but that was beautiful sequence. Hey, what's up, Aaron? How you doing? Welcome to the show, brother. Um, yeah, I mean, Barnett, I thought Barnett killed it in the Gillingham game. I thought he played incredibly well. He had a lot of good plays. They set him up nicely a lot of the time, too. Um, but man, that, that opener right there, um, what was that like just a few minutes in seven minutes in maybe, um, I thought that was incredible. And he did, he, he put it a little too far ahead, but it is what it is. Let's see what else we got. I mean, look at that save. Look at that save. We mean, we did make their goalie work this game and he worked very well. Freaking Mindy. Oh my gosh. He almost put that in the back of the net. I love Jacob Mindy. That dude is awesome. Um, we, I like that he's getting a little more playing time recently. 
Um, we just had we had a ton of good moments in this game. Let me see if I can get. Oh man, Okonkwo also made some great saves. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Barnett again, almost the exact same play, just a little further down the field, and he decides to shoot. Probably a poor choice. Probably a poor decision to shoot that ball. But uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming to to torture yourself more over that loss. Yeah, I mean it. It was brutal. It was brutal. Uh, I said at the beginning of the show, I was watching it with all of my friends, and it was my birthday weekend. So it was uh, forced them all to to wear some Wrexham attire, and it just did not go as planned. Really thought we would win that game, or at least come out with a draw. Um, Let's see. There was there's that one. Okay, so there's their goal. I don't I'm not fine. Fine. We'll play it. Whatever. Okay, that's all you're gonna get of that one. <laughs> uh and then this opportunity towards the end of the game. I the go I mean, this this play alone, their goalie should get the player of the match. Just what I mean. Oh dead gummit. It wasn't that one. Is it a little after? Come on. Where is the one where Fletcher did the bike? Did I miss it already? Oh, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> so Lee with the shot and then Fletcher with the bicycle kick. And then he the goalie has to save it twice. I mean, this is one of the most like. <laughs> to be fair, it was kicked right at him. Like, I mean, it's a bike kick. It's hard to place those. But that goalie. That was unbelievable. That was absolutely unbelievable play. Um, and then we almost had it again. Davis to Dalby. Fantastic pass. It was just Dalby didn't have the footing properly right there, and he just couldn't couldn't grab it. So, like I said, I I thought we played well, considering considering how horribly we've played um, in the past uh, eight games away. Um, it, we played pretty well. We just couldn't convert. And to be fair, their goalie was unbelievable. What is that dude's name? Why can't I not remember that dude's name? Um, ah, come on. Come on, internets. Glenn Morris. That guy crushed it. Um, and so, yes, the loss was disappointing. You don't want that loss. It dropped us into fourth place. But... It was interesting. Oh my gosh, Aaron, is that true? He's 40 years old. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is incredibly impressive. I wish that on the Wrexham site you could click on on the other team's logo to take you to their uh take you to their site. Um, because I wanna I would love to be able to do that just to quickly navigate back and forth. Cause now I'm gonna now I gotta go over and see. He looks 40 when you look at him up close. 1983. That dude is 40 years old. That goalie was 40 years old making those saves. Good for him. I mean, he's got... Come on, look at this guy's beard. Love it. Love it. He's got good hair and a good beard. That is infuriating. Um, yeah, I thought he was incredible. Um, my biggest takeaway from the last four games or so is 
Parky's experimentation with different lineups. That's been the most interesting thing to me. And I think it has been a fantastic thing. I think one of the things that was the biggest problem in that four game losing streak. And to be honest, a, a few of our losses this year is that we're getting to be, we were getting to be very predictable. Um, same lineup, same um, formation, uh, same style of play every single time. And people had figured us out. I think the same thing happened with knots. I was talking with Luke met and, seems like the same thing happened with them. And so Parkey has been throwing these completely different lineups out there every single match. And I'm there for it. I love it. Um, I love seeing different, different people playing with each other, different pairs of, of strikers and midfielders and defenders. Um, huge fan of, of this strategy. Um, if it is a strategy, maybe he, maybe it's out of necessity, but maybe it's a strategy. Cause like that, uh, MK Don's game, it was Dalby and Marriott were the forwards. Then at midfield, we had Luke Young, Andy Cannon, James McLean. <laughs> awesome. And then we had, uh, defense. We had Bolton, Mendy, Boyle, O'Connell, and Cleworth. So there's one lineup. And then five days later, we had, Fletcher and Marriott. We had Lee, Cannon, and McLean. Then we had Cleworth, O'Connell, Tunnicliffe, Mendy, and Barnett. So just changing it up quite a bit. And I I think that's fantastic. I think it'll allow him to be able to see um, who plays really well together and who doesn't, where things can mesh, how to tweak things. And I think it also keeps other teams on their toes um, because – they don't know what to expect. I kind of like McLean in the midfield too. I think he's doing better up there. I didn't like him as much when he was like a wing back. Um, I liked him far more in the midfield the past couple games. Uh, I also love uh, Mendy and Barnett playing um, wing backs. Um, but then Bolton, we just have so much depth. It's kind of wild how much depth we have on our, on our squad. Um, because I love Bolton. Um, that dude, he's a, he's a direct runner. Seems far more physical than Barnett is. Um, but then you get plays like Barney uh, megging that dude. Just one of the most beautiful nutmegs ever in that. Was it, uh, was it the MK Dons game? Or was it the Gillingham game? I'm getting him mixed up at this point. Um, I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts? Like, is, is, uh, is the fact that Parky's like messing with the lineup um is that exciting to you is it is it um concerning is it confusing because uh, I, I understand how you could have any of those emotions over over that um but personally i'm loving it i i think it's a fantastic idea it's very interesting that mullen has not started either of the last two games um i don't know what the the starting lineup will be for tomorrow but he hasn't started either of the last two games. Has he, did he start the one before that? I feel like he started the one before that. I need to go. Uh, this is why I wish I just had a producer so that I wouldn't have to go find these things. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, Aaron, you think Barnett's final ball is much better than Bolton's? That could be. That could be. Um, I think that Bolton, for me, I feel like his moves try to put him in the best position to score rather than Barnett, who's clearly only looking for the cross like 99% of the time. It feels to me like Bolton wants to get closer to the goal 
um, than than Barney does. Um, and that that could be why, or maybe he's just not strong on the cross, and you're correct that Barnett's ball is better. Let's see. Oh, no. Yeah, it was Knotts County before that. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure Mullen started that game. Yeah, Mullen and Fletcher, which is a great pairing. However, in that uh, MK Dons game, I loved seeing Mullen and Palmer out on the field together. I think, I think we need to get back to that combination a little more often. I think they play really well together. There was uh, one highlight that I didn't look at, which was right before um, this. Okay, so right here, I'm going to show it to y'all. Sorry, give me one second. There it goes on stage. Conquo sends it down the field. Um, Palmer heads it up and then comes over and gets it after this header um, and does a perfect pass to Mullen. I mean, a one-time perfect pass to Mullen. Could have been called a handball. I don't know. The guy's, the guy's hands were like right next to his chest, and he didn't like send them out. So I don't think it was a handball. But Palmer and Mullen play well together. I think there's really good chemistry there. Um, Fletcher, I feel like, could play with anybody. Um, Fletcher and Marriott seems to be a pretty decent combination. I'm, I really, really am really rooting for Marriott to get his first goal for us because if he goes too long without getting a, a goal, he's going to start getting reamed uh, online and in the comment sections. Um, because he's had some chances. He had some chances uh, against what was it? Uh, I mean, he's had some. He's had multiple chances recently and uh has not come through for us so i mean he put one the other day just straight at straight at the goalie yeah he started the last two games so um he's got a i don't know if it's just that he's not comfortable yet that he doesn't uh he just hasn't gotten warmed up with Wrexham, that he doesn't know have the chemistry there but it's uh it's becoming concerning that he hasn't put one in the back of the net yet all right, let's go over to a tweet from at Dan Wrexham. Very simple name. I love it. Um, our form since Tom O'Connor got injured. Loss, 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 loss. We've won twice. Draw, loss. Um, that. Okay, well, thanks for agreeing with me, Aaron. Yeah, Palmer Mullen, great partnership. Completely agree. Um I don't always think that causation um, or that correlation equals causation. So I don't think it's only that Tom O'Connor's missing. And so therefore we've had a terrible streak. Um, I think that definitely doesn't help anything because O'Connor's fantastic, but we've had some other things that have been happening during this time as well. So, um, but I'm certain that it adds to it. The fact that O'Connor has been out definitely adds to the fact that we've lost four and drawn one out of the last eight. Um, lost five and drawn one out of the last eight. That's my bad. So our injuries are definitely hurting us. And I've heard that uh, James Jones and, and George Evans are hurt worse than we thought, which huge blow. I mean, George Evans, I've said this before. I had... I didn't know what the hype was around him. I didn't understand it. Didn't think he was doing that great for us. And then I just started only watching him. And 
that dude is a rock. He maintains the ball. He maintains the formation. He he, he stays where he's supposed to. He's not flashy. He is fundamentally sound and will get the ball where it needs to go and not make mistakes. Obviously, everyone makes mistakes every now and then, but he is very good at keeping the mistakes as low as is humanly possible. So um, we're definitely going to be missing him. Definitely going to be missing James James Jones and Tom O'Connor. I mean, all of our every defender that gets hurt, uh, we're going to miss them. So, all right. And then Craig Jones tweeted, since our impressive New Year's Day 4-1 win over Barrow, we've now played 10 games. Only twice have we scored two goals in a game in that time. Twice in 10 games have we scored more than one goal. Mullen has one goal. Lee has one goal. Dalby has one goal. And Palmer and Marriott both have zero. Obviously, they've played less. What is happening with our scoring? I just, I don't understand it. We used to have absolutely no problem scoring. We're putting the ball. We're getting our chances. We're just not putting it in the back of the net. We're just not putting it in the open space where the goalie isn't. We seem to kick it directly at the goalie. Um, and, there, you know, there could be many reasons for this. Uh, I, do, I forget somebody mentioned that maybe they're the, – the longer you go without playing well – the harder you try as an athlete and the harder you try, sometimes the worse things are um, the worse you play because what you don't want to do is overthink things and push certain um, certain passes or certain shots or dribbling or whatever. You don't want to push things to try to force what you want. Um, you want to play good football and play with the flow of the game and take advantage of opportunities when they present themselves. You don't want to try to force opportunities to a certain extent. And so that could be one of the, one of the problems we're having is that we went on a two game losing streak and then we were like, okay, we need to try a little harder. And then it was a three game losing streak. And then we realized, oh my gosh, we really need to turn this around. And we started trying very hard to turn it around. And in doing so lost sight of, natural play maybe um i don't know but we definitely need to figure out um reset uh, like some type of reset on our on our strikers on our midfielders or anybody who's up in the box trying to score because we're just not getting it done they're just not putting it where the putting the ball where it needs to be even though we're getting the opportunities to do so um me the wife and rexham tweeted out our remaining games Oh my gosh, y'all. We only have 13 remaining games. Oh, I only get to watch Wrexham 13 more times this, this season. That is brutal. Um, all right, so obviously tomorrow we have the Forest Green Rovers. It's an away game. And if we don't beat them, if we don't at least draw to them, then I'll be very, very upset. But um, then directly after that on Saturday, we have Accrington Stanley. Let's see. Home games, we've got Accrington, Harrogate, Tranmere, Mansfield, Crawley, Forest Green, and Stockport. Oh, my gosh. That Stockport game. Final game of the season against the best team in the league. <laughs> I don't care for that. Um, I'm going to pull up my... Uh, there we go. All right. Um, where'd it go? Okay. Let's see. Accrington. 
They're number 14 right now. Harrogate is number 11. Tranmere is down at number 17. Mansfield is obviously, oh my gosh, Mansfield is number one right now. Okay. So two out of our last seven home games are versus the number one and number two teams. Uh, let's see. Crawley Town, they're in the playoff hunt. Forest Green, we should destroy them at home and then Stockport. So we have a mixed bag of home games coming up. Our away games are a little more interesting. So we've got Forest Green, terrible. Morecambe, they're kind of they're in the playoff hunt still. Um, Grimsby Town, not playing well. Uh, we got the Doncaster Rovers, not playing well. Colchester, not playing well. And Crew, who are definitely playing well and uh, are going to be who we duke it out to get that third spot um, in the in automatic promotion. So. Good news is that our away games remaining um, should we should walk away with we should lose as little points as is humanly possible with those just because we play the four lowest teams in the league um, and then a couple that are mid table and then one that's upper table. Um, Aaron says, I think we need 26 points to make the top three. I kind of agree with you. I uh, what? Let's see, thirteen games. What is that? Thirty nine. So twenty six out of the thirty nine points. That would make sense. I yeah. Oh yeah. They say it right. They literally say it right here. I'm an idiot. Okay. So thirty nine points potential if we win all the games. Obviously, the likelihood of us winning thirty nine points is crazy. But we do tend to win at home. So it, let's just say we won all of our home games. That's 21 points. That means we need to at least draw all of our away games. If we've won all, man, that is a, that's a, when I say that out loud, um, <laughs> when I say that out loud, it, uh, it seems more difficult. It seems more difficult to, to, to get that 26 points to make the top three. Um, we also obviously don't know what other teams are going to do. Um, so I don't really, you know, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. So, Crew Alexander could fall apart and just have nothing going for them. Um, but getting 26 out of the 39 points, I think would definitely seal it for us for getting promoted automatically this year. I think you're completely right, Aaron. Um, I don't think it if we don't get 26 points, I don't think it necessarily means that we don't get automatic promotion, but I think to secure Automatic promotion, 26 points would probably do it. Um, so it's going to be an interesting, what is this, uh, eight weeks, give or take, seven or eight weeks. It's going to be fun. I, I don't like that there are that few games left in the season. I just I love waking up on Saturdays and watching some Wrexham. All right, we're not going to spend too much time talking about the upcoming game against Forest Green Rovers. Uh, 3-0. That's my that's my prediction. 3-0. I'm going to predict it right there. 3 to nothing. We are going to beat Forest Green. Um Oh no, dad it. For some reason in my brain it was away. It was it was a home game, but it's an away game. All right. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back down to reality. 1-0. 1-0. super conservative. We're going to win one nothing um uh tomorrow. 
Jeez, Tuesday. One nothing tomorrow, Tuesday evening, 7.45 UK time, which means 2.45 p.m. here in the States on the East Coast. It's going to be uh, – I hope it's just not going to be a good game. I hope it's going to be utter domination, never any doubt. I want to put as many balls in the back of that net as we possibly can tomorrow. I want to run the score up. I don't think uh, in like American football and basketball and uh, it's it's kind of considered uncouth to run up the score on a team that you're destroying. Screw that. Let's put as many balls in the back of the net as we possibly can. This this promotion might come down to goal differential. Who knows? But let's get is let's just destroy Forest Green. I, I if we if we walk out of there with anything less than a win, I'll consider it a pretty abject failure. Um, we should we should dominate Forest Green Rovers tomorrow. So um, yeah, thank y'all so much for watching this week. Uh, that's that's gonna be today's episode. I'm just hoping to have. We might be having a pretty big guest on next week. So it'll be on Sunday. It'll be live on Sunday. Um, the, my interview with him won't be live, but the, the episode will be live. So, um, yeah, so look out for that. And then I'm going to try to have a new segment of this show um, starting next week as well. So should be a good show next week. Uh, make sure you tune in next week at noon here on YouTube Rumble Rumble. Tune in on Rumble. Rumble is my favorite. Rumble is where you should be watching your videos anyway. You get far less censorship and less monitoring of people's um, people's accounts. It's, in my opinion, a much better platform for the future. So um, go over to our Rumble channel, Wrexham Texan. Thank you all again for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Love doing this show. Love talking Wrexham. If you ever want to come on the show, feel free to reach out. I love having any type of guest on this show. So uh yeah we'll see you next week um oh wait no no i gotta do a prediction for <laughs> sorry i gotta do a prediction for uh for saturday as well since i'm not gonna be around before then that's my bad so i say we dominate forest green and then we are home against Accrington stanley we're gonna play against jake bickerstaff I think we win 2-0 at home. 2-0, I think uh, Oconquo gets yet another um, yet another clean sheet because he's just, cr I mean, he's crushing it for us. Despite letting in a goal each of the last matches, he's been under pressure. He has done an extremely good job. So I'm guessing 2-0, that is my prediction, against Accrington Stanley on Saturday and 1-0 um, against... Um, forest green tomorrow so again thank y'all for tuning in really appreciate it looking forward to seeing y'all again on sunday up the town and if you knock my soul with all your strength you're gonna find it you're gonna find it